Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in. This is Evelyn and this is podcast number 16, Cup of Independence. I was sitting around and I was thinking about the things that might be able to help the listener community for this podcast and in the spirit of looking forward to the new year and getting ourselves prepped for this first six months and, you know, polish of the year 2021 eventually, uh, in considering the aspects of the most important items to consider, I wanted to include how important it is to take time for yourself. Uh, Whether your role in life is being a parent or being a spouse, being a worker, a brother, a sister, uh, whatever your role may be and what you're passionate about and what your responsibilities are, which we're all guilty of having that take the focus of our lives, we always have to make sure that we make time for ourselves. And the best title that I could come up with was just having a cup of independence. And in my brain, in the world of different things that we have to deal with, it isn't too much to ask to reward yourself with a cup of independence. It's not too big of a measurement, so it's not going to put anybody else out, but it's just enough to remind yourself that you're still so important. You're so crucial to everyone's every day that you surround yourself with. And that's easy to forget whenever you have all of these different responsibilities and all of these actions that you're taking and things that you're looking forward to and things that you're dreading coming up. So having strong beliefs and standing tall in your opinions means that in order to learn self-love, you must have an element of independence, right? Having those times where you just can't take any more chaos and you may sit in a private area for just five minutes or take the long way home from the grocery store. Those are the thoughts that you need to process. That's a natural way of life and no one is going to do this but you. The less time that someone spends with themselves is the more time that's open to lean on others for emotional stability. While I don't frown on this, I think that it is important that you share with others what's going on in your head It keeps it from going into the jar that I always talk about that's the collector of all the things that we don't deal with throughout the week. I still think that there should be a little piece of the structure in life that takes care of and processes these issues on your own. Keeping your own opinions at the forefront. Keeping your gut intuitions raw and there to be discovered. It is a great gift that we've been given to be able to trust our gut and understand what our intuitive abilities may be. Even if you don't practice meditation, after a while when you start to listen to what your body is telling you, you will find that a lot of times you'll be able to tell when things are just a little off or things are a little different or a situation or a thought process that you're having, it feels just not quite right right so it's a very important piece of the schedule in the day to just pencil in and would like to take the long way home from that recital on Thursday or let it come to you naturally
Each week, I make time in little pieces. I scatter them to meditate, to review and process my feelings and conquer goals that I'm trying to reach. I mean, it's really important because some of my goals have different factors, right? So I've got a small goal that might be as easy as for lunch tomorrow, I'm going to eat broccoli. (laughs) And then I've got these massive goals that, you know, consist of investment plans and how long the timetable is for this incentive strategy and yada, 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 which can be much more complicated, many more legs, many more facets to a goal like that. I like to compound the small goals and then celebrate the big wins later, but as life would have it, occasionally I get one of those big goals that take a little bit of time. It's important to understand that you may not come up with the best answers, but that every moment you allow yourself to process. That that process time is the moment that becomes a gift to yourself after a while. It's something that you end up looking forward to. Even if you're not thinking of anything during those moments, it's you time. Perhaps you go through the drive through at the coffee place and you grab yourself a coffee and you go and you sit and you watch the sunset. The sun sets in like five minutes. If you've ever actually sat down to watch it, you know what I mean. But at least while you had that blank time, your body had a chance to breathe a little bit. And sometimes that makes all the difference, right? Those moments add up to develop strengths and those strengths turn into confidence, which eventually hop over to the dependence field, which is the okay field to allow others into your world to help even the strongest load of thoughts navigate and capitalize on new ones. So eventually, once you get used to taking this time for yourself and listening and processing and coming up with plans to your own issues, and then you have branched out and shared them with others and collected opinions and come up with a plan that way, this is all part of the process that allows you to be a better person to your significant other. It allows you to be a better brother or sister. It allows you to be a better parent. It allows you to be a better student or teacher or whatever role you have in your life. In order to make room for others, it is important that you take the me time for yourself to understand why why you think the way that you do. Learn from your mistakes and capitalize on the growth that comes from that. And it's amazing. you know. With how fast time goes by, and if you're as busy as I am, it just seems like time is flying by faster and faster every day. When you turn around, it just seems like where has the time gone, right? Your you your friends as kids are, are getting older, they're growing up, and, and you just feel like yesterday you saw them and they were running around, you know, as children, and you're like, man where did the time go? And and that's a recurring topic that comes up with my coworkers and my friends and I is just how fast the time does go because we're all, you know, marking these significant times in our life. And it just seems like what happens in between turns into this gray area, right? So taking time for yourself is something that I'm also working on doing. It's something that I have scattered into my everyday, but it it takes a little bit of work. Occasionally I have to remind myself, you know, 
how nice it would be just to go for a quick walk around the block. There are times where when I get off work at the end of the day, I will close up shop and I think of all the things around the house that I need to do, but I just need a minute. I just need a minute. And I tell people that I surround myself with, I just need a minute. I'm going to go for a quick walk. I will return. And during that walk, I appreciate the things that usually I would take for granted. Maybe it's a breezy day. I stop and I feel that wind go through my hair and I think about how thankful I am for the things that I already have. And it makes a huge difference because my outlook on my goals is completely different when I return back to my house. Maybe my questions aren't answered and my plans aren't strategized. My facts might not be analyzed, but at least when it comes to me, I know that I have warmed up. It's the mental stretch that I need for the goal workout that I have coming. I'm ready to rock and roll, right? And I want the same for you. Understand that we are all each incredible, well-crafted machines, and we're wired to facilitate building blocks of ideals and structures to be, to be heard, seen, and taken seriously. We're compassionate creatures, either internally or externally. We dance around our ideas, splitting ourselves into two different groups, Groups that have faith in our decisions and groups that talk themselves out of decisions. I'm here to tell you I've been part of both of those groups. <laughs> and when I see myself starting to talk myself out of something, which happens pretty often, um, I always weigh the pros and the cons. Is this something that I want to do? Is this something that is going to affect me right now? Or is this something that's going to affect me later? I sometimes will really bite the big one and I'll say, you know what? You've got to take a risk. I know it's scary. I know it's unfamiliar territory and it's not always going to work out in your favor, but sometimes you have to take a risk. And the reason why I wanted to share about taking risks and why I think it's so important is because we always discount the growth in our life. We don't realize that the mistakes and the bad days and the bad decisions and you know the bad advice we gave someone or you know the path that we took that may not have turned out the way that we had planned we don't realize that that is all a balloon of growth and that is essential to the type of person that we're going to wake up to tomorrow the person that we're going to see in the mirror is the person that is better than they were the day before because they had to learn from all of those mistakes. And to process that growth, you have to have this time for yourself so that you can be more independent, so that you can stand strong in the decisions that you make and understand your beliefs and the reason why you believe how you do. And know that no matter what obstacles come outside of those beliefs and the you that you know, that you're confident in where that ideal comes from. Occasionally, I will walk by myself. I'll go for a drive. I'll catch a sunset. I'll read a book. And you know, I've even taken it as far as I've told you guys before, I do the aromatherapy 
therapeutic showers. So like I'll spray mint in there before I go in. I'll spray eucalyptus. I'll spray chamomile. Sometimes I'll do a little of all three, a little sinus cocktail there. And the bathroom smells so good when I get out of the shower. Sometimes I sit. extra 10 or 15 minutes and I just sit in the steam and I I just won't have a thought in my head just enjoying being able to inhale deep exhale deep and relax for a couple moments and feel good you know and it doesn't seem like it makes a big difference but if you add a whole bunch of little items like this up in your life it adds to the quality of you and it, it, it attributes to your overall well-being more than you could ever imagine. It's absolutely fantastic. Being independently fulfilled helps in your relationships also. Respecting that the boundaries, they're a tool for building trust, right? It also contributes to that saying that you have to love yourself before you love anybody else. It's so true. I don't think that 100% anybody absolutely is going to love themselves. And if they run around and they're screaming it from the rooftops, they're probably exaggerating just a tad. Because we're all built with this internal voice that says, could you have done better with that? Could you have ran a little farther? Could you have jumped a little higher? Maybe you could have done better on that report. Or... I think you saw some people laughing in the back of that presentation. And we hate that voice and we do anything to make that voice go away. And I think that appreciating yourself and having me time, it practices and hones in on that feeling. And having that feeling of confidence helps you be a better partner to your spouse or your loved one. And that is the strategy that comes behind a successful relationship. Now, I am not a relationship expert and I am not licensed or a doctor or a psychoanalyst or whatever they do, but I have noticed in family and friends and experience that when people are confident in their relationships and they're sure of what they have, um, that they also take the time to practice a little time for themselves whether you know it's going outside and sitting there for five minutes alone or any of the items that I mentioned as examples I feel that it is incredibly essential to a successful and meaningful relationship and that you can concentrate more on each other after you get this familiarity with yourself and it helps you make better decisions as a unit when you know yourself within. Learning to love yourself is easier said than done though. I'm not gonna pretend like it's it's the easiest thing in the world. We were all built with these instilled insecurities and that's, that's what I was mentioning earlier in the podcast and that comes with a blanket of hesitation. It's only predictable that we present doubt in little increments before that big moment occurs that we are unfamiliar with in life. And that's the unknowing that I was speaking about earlier. And finding out the answers to that unknowing is how you're going to be measuring the growth that happens in your life. 
and that growth is going to build a foundation of wisdom and that foundation of wisdom is going to be kind of the beacon of light that shines the way for how you're going to reach the goals that you've got going on without even trying because you've instilled these methods within you, right? So these increments of quality, uh, the quality time that you're, that you're having, they're, they're challenges that you present to yourself to understand reason and to learn about lines and likes and dislikes and, and have a mental plan for your goals and accomplishments. And if you've got a mental plan for your goals and your accomplishments by celebrating the me time that you have, if that's the way that you want to spend your you time, then think of how proud you're going to be of yourself when you accomplish that goal. Because you came up with that plan all by yourself. And maybe it happened in increments of five minutes a day or five minutes every other day that you gave to yourself for you to get to know you, to get to understand you, to get to be feeling the way that the situation is, Um, filling it out, filling the pluses, filling the minuses, filling the uh, reasoning behind the decision that you're going to make, whether it's a small decision, like I said, or whether it's a huge decision that's going to impact you this year or several years ahead in the future. Being the best you that you can be means that eventually, if not already, you will share your soul with people that love you, people that invest time into your happiness. Sufficient self-love through the vehicle of occasional independence is the formula to clear the space for your successful relationships. So with that being said, you know, understand that, again, polishing oneself is not easy to do. But if you commit to scattering these little bits of independence, it really does create this iron shield around you that keep you confident and keep you um, quick to make the right decisions and, you know, a little standoffish between the ones you're cautious from, but at least you've processed these items. And that's probably the biggest highlight of this entire podcast is processing items. And sometimes that takes strategy. And sometimes it just means taking a moment and taking a breath, being proud of yourself. Maybe you're going to have five minutes of a win every other week and talk about, you know, all of the great things that you accomplished at work, at home. You know, maybe you're a seamstress and you did more uniforms than you've ever done before but no one is around to say great job or everyone around you is too busy to notice but if you celebrate that win on your own then maybe next time you're gonna double your order or maybe you're going to take the risk that I talked about earlier and you're gonna maybe try something different try something new and add it in snowball effect to your business Or maybe you're a housewife and you had a goal to bake this wonderful cake and no one else noticed. They ate it and said that it was good, but it took so many steps. And you knew that it tasted amazing. It was beautiful. It belonged on TV. Maybe next time you're going to make the cake that you turned the page on because you didn't think that you were good enough to do it because you're proud of yourself. You're doing things left and right that are adding to your character. And at the end of the day, how important is the measurement of your own character, right? 
So hearing and understanding others regarding the concentrated attention. Remember that being the shoulder to lean on and the ear to listen, it is going to help you wake up each day knowing that you are able to help others because you're confident in what's happening in your own life. Knowing that you know what your own plan is and you're prepared to spoil yourself if you need to because you know that you deserve it. And you're prepared to reward yourself for all of your hard work because you know the work that you put into it, because you've reflected on it, which is so important. Me time also helps with space. Let's be honest, too much of anything can be a bit much. And taking a time out may be exactly what is needed to recharge, rejuvenate, and do what makes you happy. Exercise your own best friend sounds cliche. Exercising being your own best friend is cliche. But how the heck does somebody do that? Imagine if you had all of the money in the world. You could do anything. You could do anything with this money. It was limitless. What would you do? Why would you do it? Would you go somewhere? Where would you go? Now remember, just think about yourself for a moment. Think about the circumstances that are holding you back from reaching those goals. Have you developed equal pleasure from other things in your life? Are you holding yourself back? Is there a compromise that you need to have with someone else? Maybe you have a fear. Years ago, I'd gotten out of a long-term relationship that ended real bad took my sad self on a road trip. Needless to say, once I reached my destination, I didn't leave the hotel for a few days. I was alone for the first time in years. It was just me and my dog. I looked into the mirror and I looked at the shadow of my former self and I didn't recognize who stood before me. This of course was from becoming so involved that I forgot about me. And because that relationship required so much work that there wasn't any other time for anything other than that, my life was about their choices, their preferences, their future. And when that part of my life was over, a wave of reality hit me. I was the shell of somebody else's livelihood. I had lost who I was. The great news was the realization, it opened some doors for me. Small doors that gave me a random source of chuckle every once in a while. It it really made me sit back and just reflect at myself because now I had nothing but time for myself. And it was like I was sitting with a stranger. Occasional chuckling uh, was the result of realizing that I no longer had to ask anybody what they thought about things. 
I had so much gratification throughout the healing process because of this. It started small with moments like ordering takeout and realizing I no longer had to negotiate what others were in the mood for. Was it pizza or was it Chinese? Or seeing the movie that I had no interest in seeing at all. But I was living my life for somebody else. So I hadn't even remembered the last time that I saw a that I actually wanted to see. I finally got to cook what I wanted to cook again. Sure, I cooked for an army because I was used to cooking for all these people, but it was what I wanted to eat. It was what I was in the mood for. I started to find that balance again that I never realized that I had lost. Not only did I embrace the balance, but I appreciated myself for the reminders that I was good at things again. New groups of friends, they brought new insight, which I thought was interesting. They saw a me that had been hidden, stowed away, someone who loved to dance, loved to express an opinion and take the occasional risk. Who was that person? Now, years later, uh, and of course, in a different relationship. I don't pretend to be, you know, sharing my life with someone that doesn't take compromise because it does. However, I do believe that it's worth noting that whenever a situation for a crossroad comes up, I don't always go in the one direction. I remember in life from the lessons that I've learned that everything goes both ways. In decisions where there's a fork in the road, take the other side once in a while. And the person that's in your life that loves you, whether it is a partner, a spouse, a brother, a sister, a cousin, a neighbor, whatever situation that you're in, take the road less traveled once in a while to remind yourself how important your spot in the world is. Because you will forget it if you keep living the life as if you don't exist. While it's amazing being there for others and being other people's person, and I love being other people's person, trust me. A valuable lesson that I've learned through time is remembering that you are you and that you do make a difference and your feelings matter. And people get enriched in their own lives by listening to the things that you like to do, the things that you enjoy. And a lot of times we keep silent on that and we don't vocalize it enough. And it doesn't cheat anybody but ourselves. Don't put yourself on a shelf to be forgotten about. And understand that it's okay to be different. If you feel like you're not fitting into a conversation, it's all right to have that conversation with yourself. Can you imagine how much more amazing this world would be if everybody collaborated and the loves in their life that fulfill them were all connected? Inspiring the codependents out there to feel free to be themselves from the pressures of inheriting someone else's dreams. Remember to take this time every week 
and braid it into your self-worth and your love goals for the year. If you want to give yourself a little project, now this isn't mandatory, but it's something that I've got on my to-do list for the year because you know that I'm trying to be my best self this year and going forward. Chicken scratch some time on your phone or on a piece of paper and fold it up and put it away uh, for a couple minutes. Start with a couple minutes a month. For instance, like you can do January, an all-out cow-gone bath. Go buy yourself some new night clothes, some fuzzy socks, some facial stuff, some puffy slippers, the aromatherapy, essential oils that I talk about all the time, my, my main uh, three that I talked about in the beginning of the call, the lavender, the eucalyptus, the chamomile, actually four, peppermint, huge for your, for your well-being. And then in February, maybe go see a movie. Go see a movie that no one in your circle would like. Uh, Or, you know, if you don't want to commit to two or, you know, almost three hours or your movie theaters aren't open because of the pandemic, you know, maybe see if you can compromise with your family or your friends to see if maybe they would be open to watching a movie that, you know, maybe you would like, but other people, you know, it's not their preference. Maybe they could see things from your lens. In March, maybe you could take a bike ride alone or walk a new park. Again, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes makes a world of difference. You would be surprised. You could have a picnic or or maybe, you know, by April, you can make a no-bake cheesecake recipe or something that you've never tried before so that you can stand back and you can look at it and you can say, I did that. It's going to keep you waking up, smiling, looking forward to each day, even when you have a bad day. These items are a jump off point and it's to learn to understand yourself and fill your shell with the best you at all times, where normally you you wouldn't remind yourself ever. I hope that today's podcast was able to help you as much as it helped me to put it together. I'm going to work on my monthly reminders right now. I am actually going to edit this podcast and go straight into writing my monthly plan for myself. If you have any feedback, please feel free to leave me a message in my voicemail on the Anchor app. Or feel free to visit me on my Instagram page or my Twitter, which are both Life Life Over Matter podcast. And I hope that this was able to help you as much as it's helped me. And I appreciate you for listening. Until next time, I'm Evelyn, and this was episode 16. Thank you.